0: Welcome to the Business Model Basics Podcast, the show where we share one thing that we've learned with you. I'm your host, Ben Gabriel. Let's talk about being prepared. Uh, But first, I am recording this podcast about a week and a half or so before Christmas. So uh, to everybody out there that's listening, happy holidays to you, Merry Christmas, and, and definitely Happy New Year out there to everybody. It's a really fun time of year, it's fun to drive around and look at all the Christmas lights and everything. My daughter is, is five years old now, so um, going through the season with her as a five year old is a lot of fun. Part of that, I'd say, uh, after work and after school and at night, whatever, is we have been logging our fair share of watching Christmas movies recently. Within the last, I don't know, two, three, four weeks, or since Thanksgiving anyway, we've watched the original Home Alone movie with Macaulay Culkin multiple times. So I've seen Kevin Kevin McAllister and Home Alone more now in the last few weeks than I probably had in the previous 10 years. Um, If you haven't seen Home Alone, probably a little bit of a spoiler alert here, And so you may, if you haven't seen Home Alone, you may want to pause the podcast and go watch it. Now, that maybe that just should have gone without saying. Some of you probably already hit pause on the podcast and you're going to watch Home Alone right now. Now, it's on Disney Plus if you're going to look for it. Um, What I always remembered about Home Alone was the burglars. Known as the Wet Bandits, um, if you haven't seen the movie, again, spoiler alert, whenever they rob somebody, they leave their like kitchen faucet running, which just watching that is probably the only part of the movie that makes me angry. It makes me the angriest is watching them do that. But um, what I remembered about the movie was the, the two burglars just getting brutalized by young Kevin McAllister when they broke into his house from a blowtorch burning off Joe Pesci's hair to, and I don't really, I don't remember their names in the movie and that's, maybe I should. I've seen the movie several times. I actually don't remember their their names in the movies, the characters, but from a blowtorch burning off Joe Pesci's hair to Daniel Stern, the other guy, stepping on a nail without a shoe on to both of them getting hit in the face with paint cans. They comes swinging down from the balcony in the McAllister's house. That's what I remember about the movie, the whole scene, um, which is where the eight-year-old that's home alone outsmarts the bad guys and protects his house. That part of the movie is like only the last 20 minutes or so of the movie, and it's like an hour and 45-minute long movie. I, I kind of had forgotten or forget about the entire rest of the story. You know, Kevin, the eight-year-old who's home alone, overhears the bad guys on when they're coming to burglarize his house. So what does he he do? He gets prepared. That's the montage part of the movie where they show Kevin in bits and pieces like setting up all these traps or things around his house. You don't really know what the heck he's doing the first time you watch the movie. He's spreading little micro-machines cars on his floor you don't really know what he's doing but you you have a good feeling that it's probably going to be good so what's Kevin doing is obviously he's getting ready for these burglars he's got a whole plan including his escape plan which is basically zip lining on a rope from his house across his backyard to his backyard tree fort And, you know, the assumption there, obviously, is he's going to run to the neighbor's house or something like that. But it's all about being prepared. Uh, Nothing earth shattering there, right, everyone? Who wants to be unprepared for something? Not me. So here's one thing I've learned. You know, the more prepared you are, the better you're going to feel. And I think that is fairly universal. My wife tells my daughter, this was just a conversation we had the other day, that you know, getting in front of a group of people is something that she gets a little nervous about. I don't think that's an uncommon thing at all. Um, In fact, Jerry Seinfeld once said that uh, in one of his stand-up routines or stand-up bits was that the number one fear of uh, Americans or people was public speaking, and the number two fear uh, was death. So Jerry Seinfeld said, if you're at a funeral, (laughs) you're better off in the casket than giving a eulogy. And I still think that's funny. Um, But my wife tells my daughter that she doesn't think that I get nervous speaking in front of people. And uh, I I do, but certainly when I'm prepared or more prepared to speak in front of a group, the better I feel. If I'm not prepared, then all bets are off. And gosh, I mean, preparation goes for everything so just recently uh, we hosted a webinar session for our our members that focus a lot on being prepared website wise coming into busy season and for our members um, in the accounting profession running at and working at accounting firms we're approaching january with tax season upon everyone Um, people are using their websites to communicate important information to their clients as well as as sharing information or possibly using their website to facilitate delivery and receipt of information to and from clients, likely as part of income tax services. So while it's important that our websites are always up to date and always functioning, it becomes more important during busy times of the year, You know, because it's just nice to have one less thing to have to worry about when you're really busy. Web and mobile is one of our business model basics. Um, Doing business online is not a new thing, and we really do believe that your website is part of your business model. So one of the first things that we recommend firms do is is to take an audit or conduct an audit of their website, starting in a lot of cases with just ensuring that your domain is in order. Your domain, for example, abcbusiness.com, abcbusiness.com being an example of a domain, it is not your website. But the account where you have your domain managed is an important account to ensure that you have access to when you need it. And that account likely has settings inside of it for your website and for your email. Keeping track of where your domain is registered and then when your renewal for your domain when your renewal is due, that is super important stuff. If your domain expires or fails to auto renew, both your website and your email can be affected. And we don't want to have, none of us want to have that problem where our website is down or our email is not functioning ever. But especially during our busiest times of year when clients are checking our website, even for basic information, right? Like directions to the office if they're coming to the office or your phone number or an email address or things like that. So if you can, maintaining an auto renewal on your domain and payment information on file, right, basic stuff, having payment information on file with your domain registrar, whether it's GoDaddy or Network Solutions or somebody else, that really just can reduce your risk of having an issue where you have an expired domain, which is going to disrupt business. And during busy times, we really don't want our website or our email affected. We don't want to have to worry about those things when we have so much important work that we want to get done and keep moving. Um, but you know, as you know, as you think about an audit for your website, it, is it is it clear for clients that are visiting your website, v- visiting your website, visiting your office? Um, is it clear how to get to the office? Is it clear where your office is, your address? You know, because people are likely on their phone, right? That's the mobile part of things, which is also just huge. We're working on our phones. We're living our lives on our phones. So when I'm looking for your office or looking at your website, there's probably a pretty decent chance that I'm on my phone. So you know, on your website are your office hours correct if they change from time to time. Um, and for clients that may want to get you information digitally, and these days, uh, that may be your preference, getting that information digital and electronically, is it clear how to do that? There are certainly a lot more to your website and web related things, but if you can set aside time annually to go through your website, make sure everything's accurate on it, just even starting with some of that basic contact information, and also make sure that you have the technical details in terms of the account where your domain is managed. Having those things in a safe place so that you can get access to them when you need them, which is not that often, but you know th- those are the things that are harder to remember. If you don't need to do something very often, then it's always a lot harder to remember to know where to go to do that. But having those technical details and login information in a safe place, you're gonna feel a heck of a lot better overall because you're prepared. So here's one thing I'm looking forward to, uh, but first an update. No, the Lions – we're thinking back to Thanksgiving now, everybody. The Lions playing Thanksgiving every year. No, the Lions did not win their Thanksgiving Day game. They lost to the Bears. I think it was 16-14. Bears won on a short last-second field goal. And this year, it it seems like the Lions have lost a bunch of games on last-second field goals. I think if someone was playing the Lions and there was no time on the clock but the team was going to kick a field goal – and it was a 100-yard field goal. You know, they're basically backed up to their other end zone. If they had to kick a 100-yard field goal to win the the game with no time on the clock against the Lions, I'm going to put my money on the kicker making it. Um, The ball would probably hit both uprights and then hit the crossbar and then go over, but the kick would end up being good all the same. That just seems like that's the luck that the Lions have had, especially this year with those last-second field goals going in and them losing. But I'm looking forward to my first day of, of uh, being able to ski a little bit this year First Ski Day of the season. It's probably gonna be a, it's definitely a later start to the season than normal. I hope to get a day in, um, maybe sometime between Christmas and New Year's in that, in that week during that time, I can get a day in there. It feels really good to get back out there, uh, get your gear back on. It feels really good to me to remember what it feels like to get down the mountain again. It's a really familiar feeling that always feels really good. Happy holidays, everyone. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you again soon.